0: Hey, it's the RU Review on moresportsnow.com. Brought to you by Zebra Pen. Find Zen in your pen. I'm Steve Titchener here with veteran sportscaster Matt Lachlan, And I'll start with this, Matt. That was absolutely a winnable game. On Saturday, yeah, Absolutely. you were you're there. Not, you saw it. You're not going to find Penn State uh, in in a vulnerable position like that. There really, it really was a winnable game. Now Rucker simply just doesn't know how to win. The offense is inept. It really is, and the defense. Wow, they just played a really terrific game, and and it was wasted. Um, no surprise. And, and I'm with a Penn State alum who goes who has a season tickets with me. Uh, roots for Rutgers when he's not rooting for Penn State. Uh, and he said, he said, listen, we are playing awful. We're mm-hmm. not. This is not good yeah. football by us. And we're a young team. I mean, if you have an opportunity to win, it, this is the season, but you just don't, you know, you, you don't know how to win, is basically how
1: he put it. And he's right. Well, when you've lost... As many games as Rutgers has in a row and, and the season is coming to an end, yeah, you don't have the confidence that you can that you can overcome a deficit. They had some chances. I mean, obviously, the big play was the Philly uh, razzle-dazzle oh, to yeah. Rochino where he was wide open in the end zone uh, and just dropped the ball. Mm. Who knows how that would have changed things. There have been a lot of plays like that for Rutgers this year. Uh, unfortunately, they've just gone the other way. The offense has not been—you know, I think it's interesting. The defense was abysmal for most of the year, and they've tightened up ever since Chris Mm -hmm. Ash put more of an emphasis on it, or at least more of his attention on it. They've been much better, Mm -hmm. much better. But it masked how bad the offense is. Like, the offense just can't score either. So Mm -hmm. now you've got the defense playing well finally, but the O just can't get it done. Oh, yeah. In terms of the defense, I mean, you had a stretch there that was inexplicable. Uh, The Kansas—
0: uh, and then they go on and uh, lose to Buffalo at home, and then lose to Illinois by home at home, where the defense was awful. Yeah, and then you know Ash takes up the over big the play. defense, and and it's like night and day. I mean, they really are playing. You know, it gets the best competition in the Big Ten, and they really have, have stepped up. I mean, it hasn't shown in the win column as we know because of the offense. But I mean, let's talk about Art Sikowski and let's talk about his development because you or know, lack the, thereof. They're, you know, look, Ash and McNulty are all. In on it. Um, it's the uh, the type of quarterback that McNulty favors in his system. Uh, he's got a great arm. No doubt about it. He's a tough, tough kid. I mentioned that no- numerous times. Now, the decision making, I understand he's a freshman and I understand it's, 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 he's developing. But again, as you said, lack thereof. I mean, two two interceptions. The first interception, look, he tried to hit a receiver that was covered and he, and he overthrew the ball. It was a bad pass. The second interception, Matt, was completely inexcusable. Which is why so he got his, pulled. He threw off his back foot he supposedly was throwing it out of bounds yes, with, with the Army has. I mean, supposedly as an arm, that you can throw the ball 70, 80 yards in the air. So how
1: how didn't you make it? Well, he was I, off he, the back. He threw yeah. off the back foot, so he was leaning yeah. the wrong way. Uh-huh. I mean, last night in the Monday night game, Pat Mahomes, who no one can say can't throw the ball, he threw an intercept. Well, it, it was a pass that was blocked at the line of scrimmage, intercepted and returned for a touchdown. And if you look at it, he threw flat-footed. So mm-hmm. here's a guy. In the NFL, who's right. got a cannon for an arm, but without the proper mechanics, you don't get enough on the ball. That's what happened to Sitkowski. But it, it, those are the things that just kill you. And well, got your pulled.
0: defense playing the way it is, I mean, it's just it just demoralizes your team. And and uh, and yeah, he absolutely needed to get pulled at yeah. that point. But but the concern is, is the decision making and and that kind of play this late in the season. I mean, you know, look, we're we're well, game, you do have game to-
1: number eleven here. Mm-hmm. And so th- that it, that is a concern. Well, it is because you've not seen all that much improvement. Now, the truth of the matter is until Saturday and, and then the one in the Michigan game, he had a long stretch where he did not throw an interception. And when you consider how many he's thrown this year, I would view that as some improvement. That being said, I'll use another NFL quarterback as an example. How bad did Eli Manning look until finally... They tore apart the offensive line, brought in some other guys, gave him some protection. Now, he's not an NFL MVP, Mm -hmm. but he's had a better two games than the Giants have Mm -hmm. won. It's not fair to compare a teenager to a seasoned pro, but think about it. Rutgers has a bad offensive line, and their receivers just can't get open. So, the kid was shell-shocked. You Mm -hmm. mentioned how tough he is and there's no question about that i mean he was under attack and he was getting hit hard early on then the devils or the devils then mm-hmm. the uh scarlet knights change their offense they simplify it quick step quick release don't give the defensive line the chance or the linebackers to get in on you so he has not shown much improvement the the Drop in interceptions, I think, is something you can point to, but he hasn't shown enough improvement in my eyes where you go into next year and say, okay, he's figured it out. And that's the concern because Chris Ash has tied his wagon to Art Sitkowski. Now mm-hmm. the good news is they'll have the same offensive coordinator for the fir- for two years in a row for the first time. I didn't realize first it was nine, nine years. years. I didn't realize it was that yeah. long going mm-hmm. that far back. I mean I knew that back to McNulty when he was with Sheehan. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. a long time so now. Kind of so they have, they have some continuity it. now. Mm-hmm. The question is, what will they do on the offensive line? How will they better? Can the receivers get better? Catch the ball? All those things that we talked about last week on the show, you've got to be able to catch the ball. So there's still a lot of work to be and done. And that's really runners, what Chris
0: Ash needs to answer, to is because the offense has just been awful,
1: absolutely awful since he's gotten here. His postseason news conference will be interesting. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it before the show, that we will wait for... For our wrap-up mm-hmm. show to take place until after Pat Hobbs will when he speaks with the media, and then when Chris Ash announces yeah, what mm-hmm. the season's been like, his views and what. His thoughts are moving ahead. There may be changes in his coaching staff. He has said that McNulty will come back, so that's good news. He hasn't offered that same word about Jay Neiman. I would think Do you that he probably be moving. We well, have on. to sacrifice somebody. Well, considering I mean, that
0: Ash took over the defense, and look how t- the difference is amazing. Yeah.
1: Really, yeah. yeah. And and for whatever reason, one coach, the head coach, as he focused more on defense, was able to squeeze more out of this group than the defensive coordinator. It's the same guys, but whatever it is, uh, it's that it thing about. About coaching And Neiman's been around a long time, but it's that it thing about coaching that players respond to certain things uh, from one guy and they don't with another because it's the same group he's putting out there. They pull Art. They bring in Gio Rochino.
0: Let's be honest. You know, let's be fair here. You know, when Rashino's come in, it hasn't been an automatic spark either. There was one time I think he fumbled the first snap when he came in for Sikowski earlier in the season. And then another time, I mean, his art threw a bunch of picks. And Rashino's first pass was an interception. So, you know, there's oftentimes he's not that spark necessarily. Well, there's a reason why he's never.
1: Really been the guy Rutgers has wanted to mm-hmm. lean on. I mean, he's had the job, and then he lost it, and then he's coming in in relief. And last year he provided a spark, but he's never been able to really hold the job. I mean, if he was better than Art Sitkowski, Rutgers would have been better off to have redshirted Sitkowski, let him play four games. Redshirt him, get an extra year of eligibility and maturation and let Rashino run the show. But clearly they felt mm-hmm. that he's not nearly as good. Yeah. And, he, and he showed it, which is not a knock on the kid. He's yeah. come in under difficult circumstances. He helped Rutgers to those Big Ten wins last year. But, but what do you do? I mean— you have chicken feathers. How do you mm-hmm. make chicken salad? Well, I mean, out
0: of well, it? so what McNulty did is essentially they went to a a, a spread, a version of a spread offense because there's Raschino running down the field. So he did provide a little bit of spark this time around. And then, of course, as you mentioned before, the, the drop was just brutal. Now, look, he's a he's a team first guy. He's a guy that's easy to root for. Um, you know, he's got a lot of heart. Maybe maybe more heart than talent. Fine. Um, but that was just a tough one to watch. I felt for him because the ball was right there, Matt. I mean, the thing it may maybe say it's a little high. I don't know, man. I mean, it was right in his hands. I mean, now now against Michigan, they they ran the same play, and actually the ball was underthrown, and he caught it. Mm-hmm. So uh, they run the play before it was just right there for him. Nothing. It's not killing anybody more than him. You know it. I mean, you could see the pain on his uh, on his face, and I actually felt for Chris Ash too. When you know when you when you saw the um, the uh, replays, him on the sideline, he put the two hands up and then realized that it was dropped, and it was just like, wow. I mean, because right that's, then, Matt, that, that's a one that's a one score game. Oh, if, if he it catches changes, that ball,
1: it changes the game. No question, puts more pressure on Penn State, and what happens in that circumstance is Rutgers goes, uh, same old us and Penn State it goes, just really is like a- they can't beat us we're not playing well but let's just tighten mm-hmm. up and we'll be fine And so that's
0: where it was a backbreaking play that's where Bob you know my my, my friend who's a Penn State grad was like why wow, I just Wow, you guys just don't know how to win. It's just that kind of thing. Yeah, but you know, I, I know uh, it's it, it's that one play, but it it really is a capper on the season, isn't it, Matt? I mean, really. I mean, if you look at the play, and I've watched it a number of times, it's just wow. Because I like to torture myself, but w- I mean, it, it was it wasn't like it was thrown real hard or anything. The thing was just fluttering. I'm like, well, was it a bit of a knuckleball or something? What was it?
1: But it, man, there was no real elements there. There was no wind or anything. Just a re- just. It, happens, it does right? sum up Rutgers year, and yeah. now they're down to the final game, and it's on the road. So they lose all but one game at home, and now they try to uh, salvage is not even the right word. They just end the season. They want to get here's what they want nobody gets hurt, nobody, literally nobody, mm-hmm. certainly nobody who's important. So right. you don't want Sitkowski to get hurt, you don't want Black Shear to get hurt, uh, you don't want any of the guys that are your hope are going to be part of your core next year to get hurt. Mm -hmm. And you want to get out with your dignity. And so let's see what they can do against Michigan State. I think it's going to be difficult, more difficult than the Penn State game, simply because they are on the road. They used up a lot of emotional energy at home. If the game was at home, if they had lost to Penn State on the road and they were coming home and they had shown some improved performances defensively and – I think they would get an emotional lift out of playing their last game at home. I think being on the road is a killer for them. I don't know that it'll be as close as the Penn State game was.
0: Well, I mean, I'm struggling with a couple things here. I mean, Michigan State struggled on the road against Nebraska. I mean, no offense. They got some serious issues there. And, you know, know, they lost 9-6. I mean, they couldn't get anything going. And yet... I, I I understand it's back at East Lansing. They're twenty-seven point uh, favorites in this game. I mean, almost four touchdowns, which surprises me a little. I thought it would be I, I, I thought two touchdowns, perhaps three, but four touchdowns.
1: Wow! So that that uh, again. I think it goes. Yeah. I think it goes back to when Vegas makes a line, they have to look at see uh, not so much that they think this team will win by twenty-seven points. What they want is even money on both sides, so they make the vig, they make mm-hmm. the percentage that they collect on losing bets. So they set a line that they think they can get equal money. And so Rutgers off a twenty to seven loss, even though it was forty one seven the week before, they looked a little better. And all the talk about they're playing a little better on defense. And Michigan State's not a juggernaut. And maybe Rutgers and is just getting spread, better. The so way. they get enough people right. They mm-hmm. get enough people to bet on Rutgers to take the twenty seven points. Personally, I think it's a sucker bet. I think Rutgers is in trouble in this one simply because of what I said before. Because They've they used up not all of their team capital by any means. Well, and, they used yeah. up all their emotional capital yeah. against Penn State in the final home game. I think it's going to be very, very hard. Thanksgiving interrupts this week Mm -hmm. in terms of preparation. So, yeah, they'll get together. Some guys who live in Jersey will probably scoot home for a little bit, but mostly they'll gather as a team. It's not the same. The seniors will try to get them fired up because it's their last game. I just don't see it. I Certainly favors
0: someone at home this week. too. Oh, I think so. Think. Absolutely, but I mean, listen again. This 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 uh, Michigan State is far. I mean, they're they're hurt right now. Brian Lewerke, their starting quarterback, was out for the Nebraska game. The reason they struggled, and there's no uh, they they have not uh, mentioned his status for this game, which is pretty big. I mean, Rocky Lombardi is as, as a as a freshman, and he struggled against Nebraska. So, again, the way uh, Rutgers' defense is playing, if they don't have their starting quarterback. Yeah, you figure they'll they'll figure it out, but here's here it is again, Matt. It comes up again with Rutgers offense. There's no there's nowhere to go. Even if you think, wow, Michigan State might be a little vulnerable vulnerable You're a Rutgers here. Rutgers graduate. That's <laughs> not going to happen because that offense is so inept. Although I do expect the defense to continue to play well and uh, i think this would be a low score i cer- certainly hey, I- i'll tell you right now and i'm not a betting man but to take rockers in the 20s, that one i would say I mean, we'll, no, you're saying that you think we'll see i i yeah. i just
1: have a feeling no now yeah. what will have to happen in this game for them to have any chance is taking a page out of what eric legrand told us and i forgot what year he said it was of his time at Rutgers, where the offense was so inept that the defense basically said, we have to win this game. And Shiano challenged him, get a turnover, uh, score a, 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 a touchdown off a turnover. That's what Rutgers can... If Rutgers can get that, if Rutgers can start off okay and maybe get a defensive Maybe get a touchdown. pick six from this uh, young quarterback or something like that. Something like that, like that maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe the defense can carry them. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Rutgers ends the season with yet another loss.
0: Well, now, big question. Okay, Gio Rochino, a Michigan native. Okay, his senior year, going out. Should they start Gio Rochino? I think it's the obvious choice. Uh, you know, Art looked awful. Just awful last week. Mm. I,
1: I, I, it's the sentimental choice, I think. But what, what's the call there? You, I think you're going to go with Sitkowski. Interesting. Uh, he's, he's, he is your future, mm-hmm. as I said earlier. You're all in. You have to be. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what do you want? You want him to sit? and I know it sounds crazy because athletes have an incredibly insane ability to shut things off and turn I things was, on yeah. when they need to be i don't want art sitkowski to be sitting on his last game was a backfoot interception he threw at home in a winnable game that caused him to be pulled mm. and then he sits and doesn't play another down until september and that's where i was no going way.
0: the psyche of art sitkowski no if way. you're all in on him you gotta and, play, him. and you and you end the season on that note. It's a pretty rough one. So, yep. I, I, you as know. tough
1: as he is, and mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure emotionally strong, and you would say, oh, he he should be able to bounce back. Yeah, no question. Uh, he mm-hmm. he's going to be the starter, barring something unforeseen in the off season, and that means an injury, God forbid. So, yeah, new season, new approach. Let's go. It shouldn't stick yeah. with him. It will stick with him for a long time. So you want him to go in with some sense of success. On the other side. If he doesn't have success, well, it sticks in his craw, too. If he throws two interceptions and mm-hmm. one leads directly to a touchdown, it's returned mm-hmm. for a score. Then he's sitting on that as well. But I think I'm going to roll the dice, and I'm going to say, all right, let's get in there and go do go it. Well, and
0: again, with that offense, I mean, and with him, they're not going to win that game. He's not going to lead them to victory. Most and it, likely so, not. So this will be Michigan State, but I think it'll be a little tighter perhaps than people think, as was Penn State. That was a that was a much tighter game and a couple things could have gone that could have been a one
1: one score game. Yeah. I, I thought um, Rutgers would show themselves. In fact, I, I kind of at the end of last week's show say, could I see a win? I actually could. Now but I said it wasn't going to happen yeah. in all likelihood. But they had been playing better. They continue to play better on defense, and they got a Penn State team that's banged up and probably yeah. is not up to. Their Trace McSorley, something's up there. He's yeah, just not. Hurt. He's
0: banged up, and he and he was missing. He was missing receivers. He was missing targets. And you know. I just don't have the same it, feeling with yeah.
1: Michigan State. I did again for all the reasons I, I mentioned. Uh, Home game, mm-hmm. better defensively. An opponent that is a little weak in, probably looking past Rutgers a little bit. I don't think Michigan State will do that. They're home. I thought I just think yeah. Rutgers expended too much capital on Saturday. Yeah, I really and, do. And
0: we'll talk about this more obviously next week. But it looks like Ash will be coming back with McNulty. Well, but official it's Keith Sargent a, yeah. had a
1: story uh, in the yeah. Star Ledger, NJ Advance Media, mm-hmm. that he spoke to two sources, not allowed to speak on the record. So I could speculate all day. with I wouldn't give names, but probably a high-profile donor, like president of the Booster Association, who has constant contact with Hobbs, and associate athletic director, somebody like that who knows Pat's thinking. But the truth of the matter is, Pat, earlier in the season, said there is no hot seat. He is not mm-hmm. on the hot seat. Now, that was before every game turned into a loss. Uh, it was off the rocky start. So clearly... I would assume they've had conversations, he and Chris Ash, but look, Chris has four more years, I think. Is it four more years on mm-hmm. his contract? So they're, well, they're, the, they're the not. The way that buy extension's them. set
0: up and it's uh, you know, and, and I'm kind of grouping Ash with McNulty. The two of them gotta figure this out. I mean, part of me has, you know, coaching envy. You look at, you know, Kansas got rid of their coach again, a totally different situation and they got less miles. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Well, they gave um BD four years. Mm-hmm. And if Chris Ash has a bad fourth year, he'll be gone. Right, right. I just so don't think give after three that years to do
0: it. Yeah. Um. You know. You see what Scott Frost? I know he's the golden boy in Nebraska. Oh, and six last won his last four. Four out of five now. Yeah. You know, and a big win over Michigan State. Still, yeah. Michigan State. Still, Michigan State. I come I mean, off
1: as an apologist for Rutgers. The cupboard was bare. Nebraska was not good obviously mm-hmm. that's why they hired scott frost and he may turn out to be a far better coach than chris ash ever will be well, Time he will did tell at central that. florida it's kind of yeah like, exactly you know. he had that head coaching experience and mm-hmm. he did pretty well and you're right he's the nebraska kid coming home yeah uh, i'm not sure what they had in their cupboard what players mm-hmm. they had i would think they were probably better than rutgers had yeah. left and you know it's it's a sad old song and we we keep rolling it out and I don't blame any fan for not really wanting to hear it. Mm-hmm. The defense got decimated by injuries yeah. and the credit card issue, which still has not fully been, been, been resolved. resolved. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, that cost them the injuries and the scandal. And ten players altogether. Well, for and four season. starters. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, And then you throw the depth issue with the other guys who were suspended and, and their mm-hmm. futures are still up in the air. And you go, wow. Wow. Uh, with no depth and yeah. teams that are on the rebuild don't have depth mm-hmm. you could see where it was a bad season so add it all up it's just going to be one you have to toss out but the pressure is on Ash he knows it next year has to be better yeah you know gone. a win
0: over Massachusetts and Liberty and two wins is, and just two wins is not improvement no, so I so don't want to get games. ahead of myself too much but you know they gotta they gotta win a couple Big Ten games uh, in next year Yeah, and, move uh, to
1: 11th overall you know, in the
0: conference. And uh, they've got all those young players. He said it himself. All those young players on offense coming back. Um, McNulty coming back mm-hmm. so you know what that means? You gotta move the ball for the first time since you got to Rutgers. You've gotta move the
1: ball. You have to have the horses though, Steve. Like, yeah. like you think he's dealing with the same talent that Michigan is up front and running and true. receivers. True. but listen they don't have it. So that's mm-hmm. the key. They have to recruit. It's going to be on the junior college level. They're going to get more experienced guys. They won't get a lot, I don't think.
0: They're going to have to find a receiver or two. Right. They just yeah. have to. And, I mean, and They're fine with a, a running back. Yeah. Blackshear and a Pacheco, they're just fine there. Yeah. Now they got to, a they got to protect the quarterback right and they've got to get a
1: receiver. Absolutely. So I I think that they will go the J C route. Mm-hmm. I was talking to uh, Fuchs uh, as a matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, Anthony Fuchili, who mm-hmm. does the sideline reporting on the radio and and is pretty tight with the Rutgers program. And I didn't realize this, but he said that Rutgers had changed its approach a little bit to junior college players, and it has something to do with it. I'm going to be off a little bit on the details, but it had something to do with. If the players that they are targeting take certain courses that have already been approved by Rutgers. So in other words, Ash goes to a player and says, we'd like you to come here, but we need you to take this class so that we can get you in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that will open the door, something like that. Right. That will open the door to some more kids. You can't win with all JC kids. Right. They're too transitory. Mm -hmm. But you can win with some because they bring maturity. They bring maturity. Maybe
0: find a grad transfer. Yeah. Someone that's looking for greener pasture who knows that they can get in the game right away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But if you're a good grad transfer as a receiver, which is what Rutgers needs, Mm -hmm. maybe as a lineman, maybe. Will the ball be coming your way? Are you going to Rutgers? Probably Mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. So. We'll yeah. see. We'll, we'll see. But that's sure. where it's going to begin yep. and end. But they've got that game on Saturday. Still to play.
0: And I'll end on a good Rucker's note. I was at the game last night, the basketball game against yes, Eastern Michigan. Yes, you saw
1: Michigan. a near record. A tying. Yes, record tying.
0: tying. Yes, they they first gave half. up four points in the first half. No, Eastern Michigan couldn't hit the ocean. They couldn't put a ball on the ocean. Because they're supposed to they be They couldn't decent. hit the side of a barn. Actually, they were pretty big. Yeah. A, when I was looking at warmups, and I got fantastic seats. Joel Brudner, my uh, uh, partner over at uh, the Brewery, Beach House Brewery, he had uh, as it's his seats, and I jump on him when he offers them, and it's just fantastic. Right behind the Rutgers bench, I mean, I'm in there, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm drawing up the plays with Steve, you know, with Coach Pichel, you know, yeah. it's, it's great. And, um, so uh, they just had played great defense. Now, now Eastern Michigan, yes, I mean look, look, they're supposed to win the, uh, they're favored to win the Max. So yeah, they're supposed to be decent. They're, they're a decent team. They just, it, you know, it's one of those things where St. Rose just ran them out of the gym. Just unbelievable. Not ran them out of the gym. They just shot them out of the gym. St. John's. St. John's is what I meant. Uh, s- shot them out of the gym. because if
1: St. Rose of Belmont yeah. can run
0: them out of the gym. <laughs> then we're in
1: trouble. <laughs> then Steve Pykal's
0: in then trouble. They're in trouble, but St. Uh, St. John's shot them out of the gym. And that's just a shooting night that they had. And then this in this particular uh, night, they just couldn't hit anything. Yeah. And they were like two of seventeen from the line. Yeah. They were just awful. But uh, credit uh, credit Rutgers for um, for playing great defense and. Um,
1: and uh, they they looked really good, so it was good. Battle. Did you say the whole win? game? I I wouldn't blame you if you it's forty one to four at the half. No, a, I'm getting in the car and listening total, to this. No total blowout, half. but the seats are so good. It's a lot of fun. The seats are great. I I stayed all yeah. the way. And to, I to and the, I understand end. that too. Yeah. I wouldn't have blamed you if you left. Yeah. really. This is not in doubt. And,
0: and Coach Peichel, he's uh you know he's entertaining. He's funny. You know you watch him talk to his players, and yeah. and, and you're right there. It, it, you know it's 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 funny stuff. He one guy one guy um. I don't know the exact play, but he threw a hard pass at the uh, on a on a, a, a Rutgers player cutting the basket, and there's no way he could catch it. And you hear him talking to say, "Who's he? Roger Clemens?" It was it was pretty funny. Yeah, so yeah. you hear you hear all that, and you as a sideline reporter, you know this stuff. Sure, you know how fun it is. Oh, it's To great. be right in the action, you're getting a different perspective than when you're up you know, 30 rows up or on a next level or oh, something. Oh yeah, when and I covered really... basketball
1: and you could get behind the bench, it was fun to hear. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't stay there. Like, you could sit there. I was not allowed to stay there because I'd be blocking somebody's view. Yeah. I didn't want to do yeah. an early Booger McFarland. So I would move back to the baseline, which is where I was located or a seat somewhere. But I would during timeouts come in and you, you did get some funny oh, sure. remarks. Oh no, no!
0: Oh, by the way, even at the college level, I mean, they're they're not watching their language, man. They're you know they're oh, dropping yeah.
1: f bombs yeah. and all that. It's 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 funny stuff, though. Yeah, it- I remember back, uh, I was covering a high school game, uh, Verona basketball. This was when I first started my career, and TV three was the local channel in the Union Middlesex, primarily some Middlesex, some. Hudson County towns, but primarily Essex and Union. And we were covering a Verona game. I forget who they were playing with. Doug Gaffney was their coach, and Doug was a terrific coach. And so this TV coverage of high school was kind of new. So we were in the gym, and there's a camera in on the huddle, and he's talking to his team, and he drops the S word, oh, poop. But he didn't use it. Well, like, there was this outrage. I mean, we, we didn't do the games live. They were always on tape delay. So we edited it out. Uh-huh. But now, like that, that could have been a scandal. Now I'm talking thirty years ago. That would have been a scandal. Now, oh, please. Regardless, I'm not yeah. going to be a, a language policeman here. But my goodness gracious! I mean, the f bomb has dropped like it's 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 like an oh, adjective. Yeah. It's it's like you know the word the. <laughs> right. I mean, and it doesn't matter. It's Young, right. old, oh, yeah. male, female, uh-huh. uh, in, on a train, in a car, on the street having dinner next to somebody <laughs> right. at a table. Uh, right. It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible.
0: It really is. But hey, at least uh, the, you know, the uh, basketball team looks like they're on the up and up. We'll see about the football team. Uh, they wrap up uh, this tough season. Against the Spartans, next week baby. Against the Spartans. And we will obviously cover it. We're going to have Eric LeGrand back again. And we'll do our RUR wrap up for sure. And that'll do it for this week's show. It's sponsored by Zebra Pen find Zen in your pen. We, of course, appreciate them very much for sponsoring us this year. I'm Steve Titchener with Matt Lachlan. We'll be back next week with more RU Review. Thanks for joining us.
1: Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving.